Ha ha! In a world of D&D, this is Dungeon Quest! Stay a while and listen. Hi everybody, welcome back to Eld... Oh, wait, no, this is Dungeon Quest Episode 4. You're wondering, why am I listening to Dungeon Quest on the Elder Scrolls Off the Record feed? Well, this is a special crossover event tonight with our previous show that we called Dungeon Quest, which is a and d based um, freeform RP, or improv RP, if you will, roleplay. Um, this entire thing is mostly 90% improv so bear with us, it can get kind of weird. <laughs> we hope it gets weird. We hope it gets weird, that's the idea. Um, and the reason why this is on this episode, on the Elder Scrolls feed is because we are reintroducing Dungeon Quest as a full-time show, and this is our Winter Thanksmas special. Winter Thanksmas! Yay! Yay! I am Joe the Widget Wilson, I'll be playing the part of Rogart and Nord Number 1. And joining me as always, the Dungeon Master and the Man of a Thousand Voices, Mr. Evarwin. Hey, Joe! Happy winter, thanks, Miss Everyone. He'll be playing the role uh, of... Evarwin, I'll be... What's that? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I'm such a douche. Go uh, ahead. I'll be playing the part of the old man, who's uh, basically the well, the Dungeon Master, too. So that's it's basically what that's, that's all about. He is the Dungeon Master, the old man, random... Voice number 1, voice number 12, 13, 27, 86, and 112. Also, if, he's Nord number 3. If it uh, if it doesn't have a voice, I'll be throwing one in there. <laughs> yeah. He's also Rock 7 and 12. Now, the normal Dungeon Crawler, Dungeon Quest crew is usually myself, Ivarwin, and Mr. David Adams. <laughs> he will be playing the role of... Dean Force. The Rogue. Dean Shard. Oh, sorry, Dean Shard. My bad, it's been a while. <laughs> and he'll be playing, not a Nord, he's just playing Dean Shard. Okay. And whatever we throw it his way. And joining us on the Dungeon Quest crew is Mr. Dan Boontini Wilson, who will be playing Tim the Cleric. Hello, everybody. I. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been on this show. And joining us, because this is, after all, Elder Scrolls Off the Record crossover, is Mr. Lewis Alon, who is playing Nord number two. Hello, Joe. Hello, everyone. Hello, chat room. Glad you were here. And we're going to try to talk him into becoming a regular on Dungeon Quest. Just a possibility. If he can stomach what we're doing tonight. <laughs> we do have a special guest coming on a little bit later. To save bandwidth, we're not pulling her in just yet. But Mr. S- Lebu will be coming and joining us tonight for a brief cameo. All right, we have a show to do. Yves Arwin, take it away. Yes. 
Here we go. All right, everyone. Dungeon Quest, episode four. How we said winter, thanks, miss. <laughs> All right, so our story opens up with our group. Rogar, the paladin. Dean Shard, the rogue. Tim, the cleric. And the old man. And Tyrannix, the... Doesn't matter what he does, because you'll be dead in ten minutes. Oh, my God. Shut up, Grandpa. You're going to ruin the whole thing. What happens next? <laughs> Uh, right, Tyrannix uh, will soon be dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, here's the setting. If you remember from episode three, dum dum dum, our group is between throngs of undead rushing at their heels as they stand at the entrance to a deep, dark crypt. Their goal: to find the old man's lost family heirloom for reasons and motives unknown to the rest of the group. The old man, still unknown to his companions, of what his real name is and is what, what his real motives are, is currently in ghost form. After delving into the crypt once before with heroes Widget, Tyrannix, and hey, the half-orc. Try Boom. again. There's no Widget. Well, there was in episode two. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I just totally lost that, so that's my bad. And that's why we're going through this, so everyone can remember, because it was a year ago when we did these. Holy crap, it was. Okay, I'm yeah. shutting up. only tyrannix made it out alive after the group fell into a gas pit at the end without any clear way to escape (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) the old man has found a way to reach his grandson dian and ask for his help one late rainy evening tyrannix sought out dian as well at the request of the old man and together the three enlisted the help of Rogard, a dim-witted and animal-loving paladin bent on proving his bravery to all. I'm one and smartest Tim. of all. What are you talking about, sir? <laughs> and Tim, the slightly socially awkward but good-hearted and gung-ho cleric who's got some difficulty staying conscious during a fight. It's not my fault. I'm <laughs> uh, Tim always works better on his butt. <laughs> At no fault to his own, it's we blame the dice, guys. We blame the dice. Now, amidst the opening of Dean and the mysterious old man's family crypt, an army of undead zombies and skeletons race toward them through the damp and misty fields of the surrounding cemetery. Tim is once again unconscious after barely surviving an encounter with with undead trolls that Rogard and Tyrannix heroically dispatched, while Dean and his seemingly departed grandfather had to perform a musical song and dance in front of the crypt to break its spell and unlock the stone doors. We, we were very sexy, and I think we knew it. We're getting <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, we gotta run inside! This is it! There's no turning back now! Yeah, let's go inside the dank cavern, Grandpa. That sounds like an excellent idea. Well, we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about it. What are we going to do? We can't just go running around the cemetery. Let's go. Come on, get inside. It's the best option we have. I'll carry Tim. He's light like a feather. So let's escape the dead by going into a crypt for dead. Makes sense to me. I'm okay with that. Let's do it. Let's see some floaties. Here we go. Shut your mouths and get inside! Once inside, Dean trips over a pressure plate that fills the entrance with boulders. Boulders come crashing down in front of the entrance, separating the group and saving them from an undead horde. However, sealing their fate inside the crypt forever. Okay, so he's not so light after all, guys. Help. 
Really, it is Grandpa? kind of heavy. Well, I didn't know you were going to trip over the stupid pressure plate. You should have been no. watching where you were going. Okay, it's dark. You're a ghost. You can see in the dark. You didn't, you know, hint at this. Dean, <laughs> have, have you ever considered actually seeing a psychiatrist about your multiple personalities? I'm not crazy. He wanted to see me fall. Who? It's okay. It's okay. Look, we've never been better. I promise you. We're right where we want to be. Just on the other side of the door here. Hold on a second. I'm going to go up to this little pole chain. The old man floats over to a side wall and opens it up using a pull chain on the side. A solid slab opens and reveals a gigantic stone room, which inside, in the middle, is a pedestal. On top of the stone pedestal appears to be a small yet very complicated looking device made of metal rings surrounding a glowing purple crystal. Dean and the group move inside the chamber and move toward the object. Hey guys, let's touch it. It's so shiny. Hold on a second, guys. Now don't go touching it just yet, Dean. I need you to tell your friend to hold on. Grandpa says to touch it. Shiny. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh, I mean, wait! No, stop, stop! And just give me one second here. Do my thing. The old man removes the object from its base, and suddenly, the object begins to glow brighter and brighter, and the light consumes the old man, who soon materializes in front of the group to Rogard and Tim's surprise. <gasps> I told you he was real. There he is. Look at him. <laughs> there is some dark magic at work here. Shall I get rid of it? There is yes, no dark God. magic. Everyone lives. <laughs> he really is old. I think old is an understatement, sir. Are you like what? Two hundred, three, four? I'm no spring chicken, that's for sure. <laughs> that's not what your grandma understood. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> This is really a strange old man. Are you sure that we want him in our company? No, we don't. Indeed, and I'll tell you why. This is not just some piece of garbage I had you come delving in here for. This is a planner device. See this little uh, uh, doohickey right here in the middle there? It does something. I don't uh, see any food on it. it no, do it's a Solar crystal. You put plat- uh, put food on platters, haha, right? No, not a plate device, a planner. Planner device. This moves between different are planes. Planning? Are you going to Dean, congratulations. Such things are only rumors. Does it really work? Well, I'm here, and I wasn't before, right? So it works. Well, you were a little bit. Indeed. Button the creepy kid up, all right? You're going to learn something, Marks. Here we go. All right, so you, you you just turn these little these little rings over here, and and you flip them right over there, and then like that, and then uh, all of a sudden you're in another place. Well, that's what happened to me a while ago. We went to go inside the dungeon over here, and well, I touched it without knowing by accident, and I got shifted onto another area, and I can't say much, and you know, the little wee guy he didn't live, and. Well, the, the big dumb idiot, he didn't live either. Unfortunately, the only one that did was the one with the bad mouth on him. You! Stupid, beady-eyed, purple-eyed moron. 
Oh, anyway. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think he's trying to tell us to poke it. Right. Well, you gotta poke it. Now, hold on. Alright? Because we're going for a ride, everyone! Hold on to your pantalones, Dean! We're going for a ride! I'm not wearing lion panties. Yeah, there's no way I'm I think I'm going to <laughs> The device surrounds the group in a purple light and lightning. The entire area becomes electrified and they begin to ho- hover off the ground and soon disappear in an explosion of energy and light, leaving the world behind. <laughs> gasp! Lay <laughs> gasp! The group rematerializes in a storm of light and lightning inside none other than Dragon's Reach Keep in Winterhold, Skyrim. However, the guards there are none too happy, though, as they pull their swords, seeing this as an attack, and point them to the group, who have no idea where they are and what's going on. Tim, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Oh, hold on a second, guys. (laughs) Grandpa, I'm scared. Rogar, are you making up fake places again? I've never heard of Kansas. Uh, I, I heard swear. it in a dream. Your imagination surpasses even those of Scripture. You, What's sir, going on here? Are a cleric. Shut these people up. Who are you? What are you doing here? Hold on, guys. You can relax the swords a little bit, okay? Relax. We're not exactly sure what's going on ourselves. We just uh, got here. What? What is this? Are you with him? Tell me you are with him. Arrest these guys. Hold, hold on. No. No. Put them away. What's Grandpa, going on? They're trying to touch me. Hold on. No. Dean, don't punch him. No one do anything. Hold on. What's going on? We just simply got here. What What could possibly be the problem? Slavery's Stins came here and, and they, he's done horrible things. Are you with him? Oh, I know Slavaris. He's a friend of mine. I gave him his whore back. Seize him! Wait, no, no, wait. Rogar, shut your mouth. You're not helping. On. No one here knows about any uh, Slavaris steamer. We don't know who you're talking about here. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> Our Yarl has been turned... Yarl Balgriff has been turned into stone. And now uh, he's kidnapped. Kidnapped. Saint Yarl and all of the presents for the kids for for tomorrow. And what exactly is tomorrow? I thought tomorrow was Thursday. What you don't know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow's Christmas no here in Skyrim. Sky who? Sky Sky Skyrim Skyrim. The sky. The sky has a rim. Ground. How, this isn't a sky. We're standing sky. on ground. Right. Okay. All I know is that it's rather chilly here. Okay, hold on, guys. I'm getting a sniffle. I think I've heard of this place once or twice before, all right? Are you saying that someone came here and turned your yarl into stone, and then for winter thanksmas they took, they kidnapped St. Yarl here? Yes, this is what happened. Okay. I'm not sure what that word is. What is a yarl? It sounds something like Carl. Do tell. Is that a dude? Well, like, hey, Yarl, how you doing? Hold on. Just relax your swords, guys, for just one second. Let me see if I can catch these guys up. Because I think I know what's going on here. The guards decide to back off a little bit. They sheathe their weapons. The old man turns around. Okay, here's the deal. All right, this is what I think is going on. We're inside a place called Skyrim. 
I've heard of it before, right? They've got this holiday called Winter Thanksgiving, whatever. Okay. Uh, this guy, crazy freaking dude, comes around, starts throwing gifts at kids and brats and all that. And then it's a big old hoopla thing around here. Okay. Apparently, I think some guy came in here with some pretty powerful hooey do magic, turned that guy over there into living stone, and then kidnapped St. Yarl. So none of the kids around here could have Christmas or Winter Thanksgiving or whatever oh. they're calling it for the moment. <laughs> so that's Winter Thanksgiving. It's our equivalent of Christmas. I get it now. Right. What is Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> it came out of my mouth. Oh, oh boy. I... Well, clearly you idiots have no idea what's going on. You can't possibly have been involved with this criminal mastermind. So we're just going to throw you out. That works for me. <laughs> well, hold on a second here. Maybe we can actually help a bit. All right? I know my dim-witted companions probably... You know, couldn't put their rims against skies and pull out a thanks miss out of the, out of a dragon's arse. But the fact of the matter is, is that I'm not just anyone these days. I'm the dungeon master, and I'm going to save those presents and save your y'all. And I'll probably get that Saint y'all guy back too. When are we supposed to get it all back anyway? If if we were to undertake such a, a quest, well, into a thanks miss morning is. In about eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah, eight hours. I'll do it! I thought we were already on a quest. Uh Aha! Another quest and a quest! This is like... Like, what is this? I don't know. I think my mind has just been blown. What about you, Tyrannix? Okay, he's on for it. Ian? (laughs) I'm very confused, Grandpa. Why are we helping little kids get presents? And why why are these large men talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger? And why why is there so many like half naked people? And and what is up with all these swords? I don't understand. I have a sword. Don't worry about it. Your pigtails look good. What about you, creepy Tim? I'm good. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Get them out of here. Ponty waste milk drinkers. As the whole group leaves White Run, they, so- they soon get pushed outside the city walls, and no sooner are they outside the city walls, a dragon drops down on top of the group, scoops up Tyrannix in his mouth, and chomps down on his body several times before flying off and leaving his hand on the ground where he once stood. Holy crap! The dungeon's got Tyrannix! Well, well that was- send me back home, please. That was unexpected. Ha-ha! I would rather go home now. That flying, overgrown okay. rat was not very fluffy. Creepy Tim, pick up his hand. Let's go. We're going to pursue the dragon. Why do I have to, have to pick up his hand? Can't, can't Dean right. do it? One, two, three, not it. Not, not it. You're totally it. You're totally it. Get it. Get the hand. We're losing sight of the dragon. Come on. <sighs> Fine. Stuff it in your pants. Plenty of room down there. Let's go. <gasps> they chase after the dragon, thinking they could that he could still be alive. Tim carrying his hand just in case. The dragon gets the dragon, however, gets attacked by a giant, and the dragon drops Tyrannix's body to the ground. It slams the ground hard. The giant turns around, afraid of his herd of mammoths, and pounds the body with his club, sending it up into orbit, never to be seen again. Oh my God! It's giant Fluffy's. It's Fluffy, Fluffy Max. I gotta hug it. Oh Fluffy! 
Where's Tyrannix going? He's going up and up and up and up and up. And he's, he's not coming back down. I'm pretty Hold sure on. that's a home run, Grandpa. Wait for it. Wait, wait for it. I think it's gone. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Oh, well. Anyway, I, I believe we should stop Warguy before he gets himself killed. Oh, my it's God. He found a he giant just, fluffy mammoth. He is just running at that mammoth, too. Jeez, look at him. He's so fluffy. It's beautiful. That would no. probably stop him. No, leave him be. Never He'll never him learn. Leave him be. I want to hug it. It's crazy. I put it in my pocket. One of the mammoths he actually attempted to go hug rears up its foot and hits Rogard. And he goes flying backwards about half the distance back to the group. Oh, that could not have been good. Guys, I, I don't remember where we are. Come on back over here behind this rock. Where? Behind the rock that we're at. Come over here. Follow this animal voice. Right. I, I see three rocks. And I see three old men. How many fingers am I holding up? Uh, eleventy? All right, I was holding up two, so that's pretty close. I think you're good. Just, just walk on over. Come over here. As the dragon and the giant are engaged in ferocious combat, the dragon spewing molten, fiery breath at the, the giant, and the giant valiantly staving off the the attacks and fighting for his mammoth's lives with his club. The group happens to notice out of the corner of their eye. A young, attractive redhead woman out in the out in the the in the encampment. They start calling her over towards them for safety. Hey, come over here! Hold on! Come over I, here where it's safe. I don't think that's a good idea. Get on over here. What? What do you want? What do you want? I'm trying to hunt this mammoth, and you're you're distracting me. What do you want? Why would oh, you hey. kill the fluffy? Hey, cuties! How All you right. doing? What's up? Hey. Hi, I think I see three of you. <laughs> oh, that's even better. I agree. Hi, ladies. What's the matter with you? What are you doing over there? I was hunting mammoths. Duh. I need one of those, and I've got to kill it. Well, that's all right. Okay. Well, um, we seem to be in a bit of a predicament here. Listen, you don't have to kill the mammoths, okay? Uh, I think that dragon's got it all uh, taken care of at the moment. So just, just hang out here for a minute. Let the dragon go away, and then we'll do what we got to do. Oh, so, so you're saying I can't kill a mammoth all on my own? That's not what oh, I've mean. known. Oh, I think all three of you would be you, just fine. What we're saying is that you cannot take on a mammoth, a giant, and a dragon by yourself. Oh, you think so? You can hurt him first. It's okay. He's used to it. Well, I'll let them do it. I can snuggle up here with this, this young man right here, Rogart. <laughs> Hi. Oh, brother. How are you two? Why is it always the stupid ones? The group takes cover as the dragon and the giant duke it out. The dragon overpowers the giant and it runs away. The dragon turns its attention toward the group and lands in front of them. A giant non-fluffy flying vermin. Let's get it. All three of them. Oh my, this is this is mighty intimidating. The dragon has the initiative. He looks at the group, draws in a big, deep breath, and bellows into the air. The air filling with fire and dragon snot. <laughs> he whips his tail around, and everyone ducks. Rogard, you've got the next attack. 
I think I just need... I think I need to change my shorts before I attack. Oh, my God! I wish I was dead again! You and me both, Grandpa. All right. Okay. <laughs> Steady, everyone! Steady! Hold on! I'll grab the girl's butt! <laughs> Hi, Grandpa. How you doing? <laughs> 22 roll. What'd you got? What'd 22. You two, two, 22. 22. Wow. Nice. Nice. Rogard steps up with his shield and his sword. And while the dragon's still bellowing into the air like a doofus, he bashes him in the face with his shield and stops that fire-breathing nonsense from happening. And he spins around on a heel and cuts the dragon straight across the throat, dealing a heavy blow. And we should probably figure out what that blow is. Roll your damage. <laughs> yeah, that might be good, huh? <laughs> uh, my damage is, I believe, a D8, correct? Yes. Or was it a D10? I forgot. Oh D8. D8, okay. And it apparently was a grazing. No, it's a uh, six. Okay. The dragon stammers back, furious in anger. He turns his attention to Rogard. Dean! Dean! You're off to the side. Oh, boy. You've, you've taken a side step. Noticing that the dragon's... Fury and anger is all on is all on Rogard. You take a sidestep, you ready your blade, you draw them from from your side, and you go lunging towards the dragon's throat. Roll to see if you hit him. I rolled an 18. Beautiful. Not even kidding. <laughs> That's the best roll I've ever had. Roll your damage. Alright, do I it's a D4 times two, right? Because I'm using daggers. Uh yes. <laughs> a one and a two. <laughs> Apparently daggers don't work well on scales. You take both of your daggers, you lunge up, and you drive them into the dragon's neck, but his scales, his hard dragon scales, prevent prevent the daggers from sinking any further. Don't sweat it, Dean. I think you dented one. <laughs> Good shot, Dean. However, you're going to try it again. What? Why? I did good. The old man oh. whips out an item that no one ever saw him take off the pedestal. His magic wand. All right. He points it directly at Dean. Ew. And before Dean could let go of his daggers, the wand pushes him di- directly into the dragon, holding his daggers, and the daggers sink further up into the dragon's throat. No, Grandpa, don't make me go t- further into it. No. <laughs> let go, Dean. Let go. Let go. I'm scared. The dragon starts to rear his head. He starts flapping his wings. Dan doesn't know what's going on. All he knows is that he's getting further from the ground. I don't understand. You're making me fly. Dan, let go of the dang daggers. Come here, Tim. I'll throw you at him. I'd rather you didn't. I'd rather stay right here. Boy. Here. here, Tim. No, no, get away. With one flick of his wand. The old man pushes Dean off of his daggers, and he comes falling ten feet onto the ground and lands with a thump. That looks like it hurt. Good thing I ain't, I'm not him. All right, redhead, you're next. The dragon is flapping its wings, and it's really starting to feel the pain. He lands on the ground again, kind of, you know, staggering a little bit. Liz the rolled unnamed redhead. We have no idea what her name is yet. <laughs> The unnamed red, redhead rolled a 23. Nice. 23, so I hit him. That's right. That's right. Max crit, really. <laughs> because everyone yeah. 
because everyone in White Run happens to carry a dagger. She pulls one out out of nowhere. <laughs> she puts the blade in her hand, eyes up the dragon's face a little bit, and hurls the blade towards the dragon. It wow. goes spinning through the air. I'm rolling maximum on... This is kind of funny, really quick here. So I rolled a d20 for a hit with a modifier 3. It came out 23, right? So maximum crit. I rolled a yeah. d8 for her dagger. It rolled an 8. Wow. <laughs> no joke. The dagger goes flying through the air and catches the da- dragon straight in the eye. It roars in fury. His eye's been put out. Thousands of years of life, and how could it be undone by a saucy little redhead with a sharp knife? <laughs> I can put those sound effects in later, man. You don't have to do them yourself. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> <it's about> it. <laughs> Well done, redhead. What's your name anyway? I'm Yosilda, and damn right I beat you guys. You said I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we got the town back. <laughs> Lucky shots, Tim. Ooh. That's Tim, my girl. Ha <laughs> All right. Tim, I think, has a mace in his hand. <laughs> Quarterstaff. Sure. And I rolled a six. Hey, it's a swing and no a miss. Joke. That's typical uh, Tim there. Yeah, just try not to die, bro. Then we'll be good. <laughs> I'll try. You rolled a six as as to uh, to see if you hit him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Seeing his opportunity, Tim takes out his quarterstaff and goes running up to the dragon with his quarterstaff in his hand. Ah! Tim. All right. He's okay. deaf. So, so Tim uh... goes running up with his quarterstaff in his hand and over his head and goes to smack him straight in the face. However, just at that moment, the dragon turns his head around and faces Rogard and misses his head completely, and he falls on the ground rolling, but he gets up expertly on both feet and readies himself again for another attack. Rogard reaches up, pulls the dragon's two front teeth and pulls it into his face come get some yeah he's throwing off for the girl that's all this <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going again uh no you missed a bit all right okay but you didn't die yay held by held by the tooth by rogard the dragon decides this is a good time to bite down i didn't think this through so. aha aha he bites down, and the he was aiming for, for Rogard's hand. Rogard snatches it out of the dragon's mouth quickly, and the dragon mi- merely manages to bite his own tongue. And he rears up in anger again, and in fury and pain and anguish, because half his tongue is now on the ground. Rogard reaches up, grabs the other tooth, pulls his face back down, slaps him in the snout, and says, Bad boy! <laughs> Rogard, you're next. The dragon... Looks like it could possibly be close to death. Well, no one's one hundred percent sure. I love these dice, man. I rolled a twenty-two. Oh, very good. The dragon staggers back after biting part of his own tongue off. In pain, he roars angrily, desperately clinging, clinging to what he could possibly call life. He puts his foot down on the ground. It buckles under the weight of his pain. Rogard. Puts a puts a foot onto his on his knee, jumps up and takes his sword and drives it straight into his chin, through his mouth, and up into his brain. He uses the weight of his own body to pull the sword down onto the ground. 
as the dragon flies around, his head free from the from the the, the, the sword, falls down to the ground, clutching to to seconds of life, bleeding all over the ground. His his blood seeping the 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 grass around him, and the grass igniting into fire. That's some potent blood. Dean, you're next. Great shadow, man! Finish him off, Dean! Why can't you do it, Grandpa? You're the one with the dang magic wand. Dang it, I I hit him. (laughs) I rolled a 15 on hit. And actually, I did pretty good. I got a 7 combined on my my D4s. Dean takes both of his blades and pulls it from from the dragon's mouth and drives it directly into his scalp, finishing the dragon off completely. He pulls it out, twirls him around, and sheaths them back in his sides. See, I told you I could do it, Grandpa! Then suddenly, the dragon starts to glow, and it bursts into flames as the soul of the dragon goes sputtering about. And with nowhere to go, it dissipates into the air above them. Well, darn. I was hoping to have some dragon steak tonight. Quick, somebody loot its corpse. See if it's got any scales on it. It dissipated. It's not going to have anything. It's ash. Possibly a couple of septums. You never know. Uh, what is a septum? Is it the currency in this world? Uh, it's currency, this man. It's called if it's carrying dragon bone, we should make Tim carry all of it. That's a good idea. Do, do you really think... We'll call him Tim the Pack Mule. Just carry it. But, uh, fine. Sorry, Tim, you got it. Here, I'll throw another stick in there, okay? This particular rock, it'll increase your capacity weight by about 150 pounds. <laughs> good job, Tim. Looking good. Keep it up. I end the show be calling you Old Bill. But why must I do all the heavy lifting? The I'm groups. just a mere don't do anything else. Why not give it to the paladin? He has all the muscles. I'm wearing armor that weighs more than you. Oh, hold on a second, guys. We're we're ignoring our beautiful new companion. Oh, I haven't ignored her. He's I have so one eye on her and one eye on the dragon the entire time. Oh, Indeed. I'm looking at myself <laughs> in, in the shininess of his armor. Thank you. I'm good. I'm just Indeed. waiting for... Uh, Rogar to yell fluffy while he's touching her. <laughs> oh, so you like animals. Do you like pussycats? They're my well, favorite. You got hmm. one? I can wrap my ankles around my neck. Can you want to see? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. No, that's a fluffy I want to see. I hope you know there is a man of God in your presence. Just saying. <laughs> Are you supposed to look the other way? The group stands victorious. <laughs> they start their journey north to the Shimmer Mist Cave, where they believe, randomly, <laughs> <laughs> that the master vampire, Slaverous Stims, is with the presence and St. Jarl. And St. Jarl, too. On their way, they find three Nords camping in a nearby field, just as dusk turns into evening. A biting wind starts to blow through the plain as they are on their way over to Shimmer Mist Cave. And the group starts to think, 
now might be a good time after their dragon encounter to maybe ask these three Nords to partake, to partake of their, of their campsite. The old man approaches them and they seem to be singing festive songs of the season. Excuse me, guys. I hope you don't mind, but my group and friends and I would thinking about possibly uh, sharing your fire for a few moments. If that's all right, we had a rather nasty encounter with a dragon of sorts, and um, could probably use a few minutes to sit down and have a little bitey. This is our winner. Thanks, Miss Spot. You can join us. Anybody can. This is Ivarwin and Lou. I am Widget. Widget, huh? That sounds familiar. Very interesting name. It's a common name. Yeah. I had an uncle once. His name was Widget. He was kind of short. I don't think they're me? from around here. Is it me? What is everybody here? Who is this guy? He sounds like a Khajiit. Sounds French. A yeah. what? Excuse me? A Khajiit with a bad sinus problem. <laughs> a Khajiit. Bad sinus problem. Too many hairballs. <laughs> Uh, they sound like this all the time with their pooping tails. Hey, hey, you funny. You ever let one tail on fire and watch him? How come no one laughed at that? I thought that was funny. You don't think my Khajiit is funny? Hey, look at that Khajiit. I go to steal something with my long tail. Actually, I think you're just a moron. We have no. We have no idea what you're talking about. What? What is this, Khajiit? Hold on it sounds second. like a swear word. Well, in school, sometimes it is a swear word. What did you just call me? I called you a moron. You're an idiot. Look at you. You're all three of you. Look what you get. The same sailor, the same uh, rock quarry. You're all wearing a bunch of iron armor with tusks sticking out of your head. You look like a bunch of morons. That tall dude over there, he has, like, uh, enough armor. More than a yarl. Who are you? Yeah. Aha! Hey, gentlemen, you're my kind of guys. Is that beer? Yeah, we got beer. You want some? Hold on. Is that Isolda over there? Isolda, hi! Hello, boys. Merry Winter Thanksmas. Winter Thanksmas to you, too. Not after that messy divorce. She's all of our ex-wife. All of us. And that means she does get some great tail. I mean, kitty cats. Right, I think Lou had her first. They got married first. And I think Lou was like her 16th husband. 17th? Oh, right, right. And then it was me. Right. Right. And then, and then Weejut. Yeah, it was right. last. At last I know, unless she got remarried in the last two weeks. Uh, happens a lot. Right. A lot of people get married to you. Uh, can you blame them? No, not really. Look at me, I'm fine. Well, you got a big head, too, apparently. So, uh, could I be number, what was that, uh, 22? Yes. Yes. Where's Did the church? you really have to ask? Oh, we I got a cleric right here. Mara on and everything. Don't you know what that means? No, but I'll take his hand. Here, come here, Tim. Let me take you back to the tent, and I'll I'll show you. Oh, okay, well, okay. Bye, guys. Are kind of doing their thing. I think I, think I might right need down to, here. I think I might need to say a few prayers. You and me both. I'm going to be ill. Who are uh, these people? I never anyway. quite got over her. <laughs> it's okay, Yvarwin. There's no crying. No, I still, don't cry. I still have many uh, uh, of those dreams that are not dry at night because of her. It's okay. 
<laughs> we all understand. Oh my. Uh, it must be horrible to watch a grown Nord cry his It is. Man up, you Nords. You Nord wimp. Get over it. We're here for thanks, miss. We do this every year. Ah, that sounds like a noble thing worth discussing and not just, uh, idiots and freakish inability to get over a woman that apparently cheated on him 18 Oh, she times. never cheats. She leave and divorce and go do her own thing. I think it will be with 22 times now. She's on the roll. What can you say? I think I'm gonna need some of that beer. So, hold on a second here. You say this is your winner, thanks, Miss Bow. What do you guys do here? You just well, make fun of people and me, look at the fire? Me, Lou, Ivalin come over here every year this time of year. Oh. We sing songs, we get fresh snickered on beer. And yeah. 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 And oh, then we no, wake up like two so days long. later after thanks, Miss. I don't remember. Uh, that's true. It's bad. Thanks, Miss, is coming uh, uh, this uh, in the morning. Uh, we're only a few short hours away, and we like to sit here and kind of think about the last year that we had. It was a very good year. Yes, it has. Very good. Makes me feel like hearing Nordic Wonderland. Nordic yeah. Wonderland. Good song. Want me to start? I'll start. Oh, it. yes, yes. That does yes, have a yes, song. Yes. Oh, my God. Are you, oh, no. They're going to sing? Is really happening. Oh, you be quiet. You listen to Nordic. Nordic <laughs> One scene. pint of beer, please. One pint of beer. Magic spells. Ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. Spread. A beautiful sight. We're happy slaying Draugr tonight. Running. In a Nordic wonderland, everybody! Can away, he's the Dwemer! The little machines, just yeah, a gleamer! He sings a war song as we go along, running in a Nordic wonderland. Wonderland, not underwear, you idiots. Sorry. Wrong song. In the ruins, we can build large traps, then pretend. That we watch Serana's net snap. Yeah. She'll yeah. say, Are oh, you married? We'll say, Make me dinner. But you can have fun when you're chasing down the bandit runner. Running in the Nordic Wonderland. And. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, that was awful. <laughs> That's why I divorced you. Uh, oh, 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 I think she was talking oh, about me and why we need to We had him going. Nice. Oh. Give me another pint of the beer. Uh, more Wait. beer. Wait, we ruined the spirit, you soldier. You little wimpy one. Bone, uh, what is your name? Tim. Mid Tim. Tim. What name is Tim? Yes, my name Worry is about him. He's a moron. What else you got for us? I kind of like that a little bit. It was kind of sweet. Uh, there's one of my favorite ones. It's kind of sad song. It's called uh, Red Thanks Miss. Actually, it's a oh. good one. Good one. You are, Winnie. Uh, do you want to sing this one? You got better voice than I do. I'm dreaming of a red thanks, Miss. Just like the ones I used to know. Couldn't exist. Do Listen. And the children. Listen. 
through here. Bandits dying in the snow. I'm dreaming of a red Thanksmas with every ugly farmer that have fled. May your enemies be petrified with fright. With fright. And may all your thanks, Thanks, be red. (laughs) You got a good tone voice there, very low. I'm sorry, that always brings a tear to my eye. Lou! Mine too. Lou, you you were thinking before they, these weird people got here. It was the six days of thanks, Miss, right? Yes. Why only six? Well, uh, we don't know what's more than six. Numbers past six. Well, we usually like to go to twelve, but since we fall asleep through half the song, we just made it six. Six works. It's a good number. It works. We like it. On the first day of thanks, Miss a true note gave to me a town bike. Named is Solda. Yeah, we talk about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love it already! Do it more! On the second day of thanks, Mr. True North gave to me two pupils and a town bike named Isolda. Yay. On the third day of thanks, Mr. True North gave to me three dragon words. Two pew pew and a town bike named Yusilda. I gotta get on this one. Hold on, guys. Hold on. on the fourth day of thanks, Mr. Trunoid gave to me four pooping kajits, three dragon words, two pew pews, and a town bike named Yusilda. Uh huh. I think I got this one. I got this one. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Go for it. On the fifth day of thanks, Miss, a Trunoid gave to me five golden things. That's five. Five. five, yeah, five, five. five. Four pooping. The, the what were those? Uh, Khajiits? Khajiits, right, right. Aha! Good. Three Good. dragon words, two pew pews, and a town bike. No, no, no. A hot woman named Yosolda. <laughs> He's already whipped. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I started too. It's okay, oh god. Okay, thank you. Well, feeling refreshed. Wait, wait, After we there. forgot one verse. They don't, don't ever finish a song without finishing the verse. On the sixth day of thanks, miss. We got to five. To me. Six <laughs> dead followers. Five golden things. Five golden things. Four pooping kajits. Three dragon words. Two pew pews. And a town bike name you sold Now that the beer is getting into my head. Well, if you're so good, you sold uh, you've seen something, because I don't know what the words are anymore. After the 20th beer, I just don't know, remember. I know how you feel. It's alright, Regit. I think we started, what, yesterday? So I think it's more than 20. Well, Phyllis, really appreciate the fire and the ridiculous stupidity, but uh, I think uh, we're going to get going. Frogard, if you got uh, your um, boots knocked, uh, I think we should get going then. I think you should, uh, you should. Uh, she sings song. Man, Will you it shut the- you up? Okay. Sit down. Okay. Get ready for this. Okay. 
Dover baby, slip a saber under the tree for me. I've been an awful good Lord, Dover baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Dover baby, the lusty Argonian made two, part two. I'll wait up for you, dear Dover baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the milk drinkers I haven't kissed. Next year I could be just as good if you check off my thanksmas list. Dover baby, I want a tusk and maybe a beehive husk. I prayed to Mara all year, Dover baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Dover cutie, there's one thing I really do need, the deed. To a malachite mine, Dover cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Dover baby, and fill my empty bottle with mead and ale. Blackbriar has it for sale, Dover baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of how my heart would soar, wearing flawless diamonds bought at Bella Thor's. I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Badoopidoo, Dover baby, forgot to mention one little thing. A ring. The peerless magic a kind, Dover baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney. Think of how my heart would soar, wearing flawless diamonds bought from Bella Thor's. I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Adoopidoo, Dover baby, forgot to mention one little thing. A ring. The peerless magica kind, Dover baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney. That was wonderful. Uh, uh, I love it. I love it. Oh my amazing. god, that was freaking amazing. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Aha, uh -huh, I think this other one passed out. These Nord guys, okay. Oh, huh. let, let, let's go. Let's go kill more things. I think they're asleep. We could probably escape now. Yeah, good idea. Tim, come here. Come on, let's go. Isolde, you coming? Uh, huh? I'm coming. I'm coming. I think Oops. someone. Wake up your grandfather, Dean. I don't want to wake him up. Then he'll be awake. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. Oh boy. That was really amazing. Okay. Alright, we got a cave to go to. Let's go! Let's save winter. Thanks, Mr. Skyrim! Feeling refreshed, they get up, say goodbye, and make their way toward the cave. Suddenly, without warning, they hear <clears throat> footsteps. Loud. 
and terrible coming toward them. They spin around and to, and see huge legs in front of them. They look up and it's the giant that the dragon was attacking that they are finally confronted with and he is ready to attack. He grunts savagely at them. <laughs> Everyone backs up a little bit. Isolde can't can't hardly believe what's going on. The old man almost has a heart attack. Oh my god! Dean steps in. He puts his hand up to his friend and says, I got this, guys. I'm extremely diplomatic. If you say so. Go on ahead. I'll talk to him in his native language. Snort, snort, co- I mean... Uh, um, hang on. Let me, let me, uh... Uh, yeah, yeah. Pounding on things. What's up? Ah. <laughs> Attempting to speak... To the giant in his native language, savage grunts and ground pounding. He attempts to to describe the interaction that they had earlier and why this giant shouldn't send the entire group up in orbit like he did poor Tyrannix. Uh, uh, dragon, uh, uh, really skanky girl, uh, uh, three drunk singing (laughs) men, uh, don't kill us. Well, maybe the cleric. He dies a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, twice. But uh, I didn't really get her number. Um, <laughs> oh, the the beer. Yes, the beer. Who has who has more of the beer? <laughs> beer. Yes, beer. I caught some with me. I think he likes it. I was curious. Are giants this land part monkey? I try not to ask. The language of savages. It really suits you, Dan. I have a lot of experience with having Rogard in a party. Why, thank you. Wait. What? It's kind of like episode two with Boone around. You know what I mean? The stupid half-orc moron didn't quite make it. I have no idea what you're talking about, sir. Okay, giant, talk. Before long, Dean and the giant are actually talking kind of pally. And they're having a good time and seem to be making friends with each other. Before a really long time has gone by, the group starts to sit down and let Dean and the giant just sort of kind of talk a little bit and and maybe go out on, on their own date. At the end of this whole thing, Dean asks if you wouldn't mind, since the cave is so far away, if the giant could take him the rest of the way. And the group. Yeah, so then in high school, they, they really did a number on me. They didn't really let me into the track team because I'm so slow. Mm. Oh! Mm. Um, um, speaking of it's really, really a far way to get to that cave, and and we're kind of tuckered out from that that battle with the dragon, and mm-hmm. you know, more beer bring mm-hmm. us to cave. <laughs> I think he's liking it, guys. Let's go for it. Out of the promise of having kegs and kegs of beer, the giant scoops up the entire party and whisks them away to Shimmer Mist Cave. 
He sets them down gently. Uh, can you translate, Dean? Tell him that I really appreciate the ride and appreciate him not turning me into a star. Um, he actually tried to ask me if he could eat you earlier, so I would probably try not to stick my finger in the lion's cage. Understood. <laughs> well, the giant stands back up, waves to them goodbye, turns around and heads on down to his to his mammoth encampment. Go tend to your fluffies! Tell them hi! It's a good man. Good man there. They say goodbye to their new friend and turn around and look deep into the blackness. Bye, Stan the Giant! That is Shimmer Mist Cave. Well, guys, we don't have a whole lot of time here. Sun might be coming up soon. I fear we're all too late, but we have to head inside and see if we can stop this master vampire slaverous what's he call it and get those prisons back for their kids and if we're too late at least we got it and and get back as soon as possibly can so let's go once inside the cave has a rock bridge over a pool of water with a small waterfall a ramp leads down into the water this is where slaverous stims the master vampire stands and waits for them his arms (laughs) crossed and he greets them as they walk inside, a pile of gifts behind him, and St. Jarl tied up to a bloodied torture rack. He smiles evilly at his new company as they walk in. Oh, hey, Slavris, remember me? Hey, it's that merchant. Yeah, we bought a six-pack from him. Right, Dean? Right, right, yeah? Oh, yeah, I remember this dude. Uh-huh. He gave me a really good deal. I, I even saved you. Uh, saved yeah, I definitely I do not remember. Hold on. <clears throat> I have no idea what you are talking about. Holy crap, he's evil. It is Sliverus. I Sliverus. I was going on, buddy. Oh, I'm definitely evil. I'm so evil. Evil makes me think I'm really eviler than it. That's how evil I am. Uh, that, that's really evil. That's really evil, sir. Hey, Sliverus. Like it's, it's bad. It's you got bad any more evil. healing potions? It, like, totally bad evil. Like, badass evil. Nice choice of words. Yeah, Maybe like, you totally. should work on it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm so evil. I'm like a uh, s- scar on a bald man's head who's like an action hero. It's hey, okay. guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I see something going on here. So if you're really, really evil, you're also really stupid because you're so evil. Because, like, Tim's really, really good. He's so good, he's stupid. So, coincidence here? Uh Uh-huh. You're an idiot. Shut up. Hold on now. um, Mr. Stims. I am not Mr. Stims. I am Slavrus, the master vampire of hatred and blood-sucking evilness. I have your Yar, Saint Yar, behind me. And all of the gifts... Promise to the children of Whiterun in Skyrim. <laughs> I do that all the time, too. Don't worry about it. You don't look like an idiot, do you? Yeah, he kind of did. I hope you know you are dealing with a cleric. I have certain skills to get rid of filth of the undead like you. Try me! With that, the Master Vampire Sliver Stims rushes up the bridge toward them. 
The group bears down and readies. Isolde, you're up first. She's not here. Never mind. I think I think we left Isolde back with the other uh, noise. She told me that she wanted to get some more stabs of hardening. I wasn't really sure what she meant. She said we're going to have a date later tonight, so I'm just saying. Dean! Dean! No, hold on. Tim, you're up first! All right. Okay. You see this master vampire running at you, Tim. Okay, I rolled an 18. Okay, you definitely uh, you definitely hit him. But I, I want to cast my shield of faith and protect us all from him. Okay, that sounds good. So you cast your shield of faith, and like a bubble, it goes around the entire group, shielding everyone. Ooh, shiny! I wouldn't touch it if I were you. It's kind of nice looking, actually. I can sort of see myself. Don't be obsessed with your vanity right now, old man. We have somebody to deal with right here. The Master Vampire is unready, un- unable to stop himself as he's charging up, charging up the bridge. He hits the shield that Tim has placed over the entire group, and he falls and stammers back a little bit, the shield dissipating and turning into tiny little white shards well that was short lived it worked Dean you're up alrighty I d20 a 2 I'm back to my old rolling ways Dean takes out a knife one of his daggers puts the blade in his hand aims throws it and the dagger falls in the way (laughs) Rogamard (laughs) I rolled a 19 Upon upon seeing the, the dagger fall in the water, the Master Vampire laughs. <laughs> However, Rogard takes his shield, charges it up with some paladin power. Booyah! And hurls it at the Master Vampire, catching it directly in the chin. And it, like a boomerang, slingshots back and he catches it. Once again. I learned that in paladin camp. They have a paladin camp? Nice shot, Rogard! Feeling it. Feeling this particular this particular hit. The vampire's hair goes up in flames. And he stammers and runs around, the holy power hitting him hard. And turning whatever was combustible on his body, namely his hair, up into flames. He starts patting his head and putting it out and screaming. <laughs> yeah, Dean, this one time in paladin camp. <laughs> I don't know, no, we don't want to hear it, we don't want to hear it, we don't want to hear it. Oh, okay. Tim, you're up next. Alright. I rolled a five. Tim attempts to charge down the ramp with his billy club or whatever it is in his hand. And he swings. The vampire grabs him by his wrist and hurls him back and says, It's my turn anyway. And runs all <laughs> the way up the ramp yet again. And he takes a swipe at Dean. Ian sees it coming a mile away, however, and ducks left and ducks right and gives him a one-two punch right in the gut and backs him up a little bit. Dean, you're next. Alrighty. I rolled better this time. I rolled a seven. <laughs> Rogar silently hands Dean a pair of little dice. <laughs> Seeing another punch come in, the vampire takes a step back to flex it like a judo form. 
and pushes Dean backwards. Rogard. Ah. Uh, I rolled 19 again. Yeah, I like these dice. Since Rogard is so close to the Master Vampire, he grabs him by the throat, lifts him up with his hand filled with charged holy light, and infuses the light through the vampire's throat, burning him from the outside in. The vampire screams in agony. Just as Rogar drops his body to the ground. A little overdramatic. The old man steps in, whips out his wand, and points it directly at him. I think you've had just about enough there, sir. You... I'm banishing you to another time and another place. Be gone! Flicks. Awesome. <laughs> Carried away there. I guess I don't need to actually do the action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he flicks the wand, levitating the master vampire up. His body starts to glow and and get all like phase shifty on it everyone and you can start to see right through the guy and then all of a sudden <laughs> gone nowhere to be seen again St. Yarl is, is down the ramp tied up and the presents are all over the cave come on guys let's go on time here Mr. Yarl here's a beer well, just get me out of here <laughs> uh have a beer later. I'm all tired up. Let me out here. I think he's drunk already, to be honest. Kind of weird. Well, we did it, guys. We saved Skyrim. Well, fantastic. Now what? How do we get home? Indeed. How do we get home? How do we get out of this cave? The group begins to untie St. Yarl, who is now safe. But there isn't any time left to gather all the gifts and get back to Whiterun and deliver them. Well, guys, sun's about to come up. It's now morning. We got all the gifts back, but there's no way to get them back to White Run in time. Can you do something with that wand of yours? Of course I can. <laughs> come on, get her up, everyone. I got a, one more surprise for everyone. Come here, old Saint. Y'all don't even know you're drunk and stamming around anymore. Here we go. And a one, and a two. Remember and a, to swish and flick. The- Just saying. What's Just remember to flish and swish and flick. Oh. Swish and flick, swish and flick. Here we go. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and a one and a two and... He swishes and flicks his wand around. And everyone disappears from the cave and magically reappears in White Run's town squares. All the kids start to wake up. And they see St. Jarl standing there ready to hand out gifts. The curse has lifted off of Jarl Balgruff. And he's there, too. All of Whiterun comes together in the town square and starts chanting and cheering as the kids come running out of their homes. St. Jarl is handing out gifts left and right, and everyone's standing around, smiling, and the group has saved the day. They have saved Winter Thanks for All. The three Nords are there as well. Widget, Ivarwin, and Lou. And yes, even the town by Kisolda is there. How did I wake up? I don't know where I am. Lou? Sorry. He's okay. This is great. 
Oh, so happy to be here. Light run. Let's, let's have another song, guys. Hey, um, I know the perfect one. Go ahead. Have yourself a merry drunken drinks, miss. Let your head be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Uh, what was the next verse? Um, and yourself a merry drunken next miss. Make it to the bar's buffet. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are in the olden days. Happy drunken days of your barmaids who are near to us. Gather more beer for us once more. Through the years we drain our bladders. If the day draws allow, hang a bandit's head upon the highest ball. And have yourself a merry drunken thanksmas now. The ridiculous songs don't end there, though. Everyone has an unbelievable time getting together and singing all of the winter thanksmas songs that they know dear and held in their hearts forever. As the gifts start to be finally passed out to the last, the last child, everyone gets together and they have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksmas, a wonderful Thanksmas dinner, where they talk about their year that's behind them and hopes for the year ahead of them. All right, guys, that was it for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it, and the um, many hours of painstaking time <laughs> and effort that went into this episode. We had a blast doing it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, next week we'll be back for another Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and look for more Dungeon Quests coming in January. Um, this has been a Quest Gaming Network production. If you want to know more about Quest Gaming Network, please visit us at questgamingnetwork.com and keep an eye out for the new Dungeon Quest. It's going to be on the its own feed now. So uh, take care, everybody, and um, have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming out and listening. This was a good time. Can't wait for uh, for Dungeon Quest to be on its own feed. That'll be out hopefully by uh, by episode five, which we're going to be doing in January, and we'll keep you posted on when that's going to uh, when that's going to come out. Look forward towards the end of January. Take care, everyone. Be safe. May the foos be with you. Take care, everyone. Glad you're here. Have everyone here a merry merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody, and foos Rhoda. Merry Christmas, and I hope to see you all next time. <laughs>